Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to you, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. I'm your host, Ken, and this is the podcast for the week of December 14th. With me, we have Luna. Hello, everyone. And how have you been? Busy. That's all I can say is it has been super, super busy this week. I feel like I have not been home at all. And it's been raining since yesterday. So, just very hectic. Trying to get ready for the holidays and just a lot going on. How about you, Ken? Same, same. I've been kind of busy myself also. And we've been kind of going through a little chill front. I say chill front, meaning like <laughs> like five degrees colder. <laughs> oh, here currently you- it's a Currently, it's a lovely brisk. 78 degrees. <laughs> I don't know what it is here, but it went from 25 degrees to 51 degrees in one day. In like 12 hours it did that. I It's raining right now, and it was kind of cold this morning. And I can't tell you. I'm pulling up the weather channel just to see. It's 42 degrees right now. Oh, Lots Jesus. Yes. It says it feels like 34, but I disagree. Because it doesn't feel super, super cold, to be honest. And it doesn't feel like December to me with all this rain. So, <laughs> I feel like we got our December and November because we got snow. And now it's December and we're getting rain. <laughs> I'm super confused. And it's just, uh, you know, not At making... least it's not hailing, right? That's true because my car still has hail damage from uh, the summer. When we had golf ball sized hail. I have photos of hail, like, freaking humongous. I picked it up outside, and I was shocked. I was not too thrilled. <laughs> so at least it's not hailing, because I don't want any more damage. <laughs> so. Yeah. And with that, let's move on to what we've been listening to. So I guess I'll start. Um, I've been listening to a lot of random stuff, pretty much. So Ayumi Hamazaki, I've been listening to again, of course. I've also been listening to Tommy Heavenly Six again because I picked up her one of her albums. I picked up Heavenly Starry Chain. Was listening to that in a car this week, and it's a really good album. And it does have a Christmas song on it called "I Love Xmas," but it doesn't sound Christmassy to me, in my opinion. But I do love that song of that album. One of the reasons I bought it. But, and what else have I been listening to? Chan Mina, I'm addicted to her newest song, Pain is Beauty. I love it. And Daichi's new song, Blizzard, is really good. And I was actually listening to the Rampage from Exile, La Fiesta. I really, really like that song. And what else? Oh, and all my, my, my Christmas playlist. I call it my Christmasu Play. And I have it on my iTouch, and I added Christmas songs to it. And I would say Christmas and winter songs, and they're a mix of Japanese and Korean ones. And some are in English, some are in Japanese, some are in Korean, some's a mixture, and a variety of artists on there. And I know we're going to dive into some of them later. 
but it it always puts me in a cheery mood, even though I despise Christmas music because I worked retail for so long. I guess you could say I hate most American Christmas songs because I've heard five of the same songs over and I want to strangle someone when I hear, hear certain songs. <laughs> but this has been trying to put me in the spirit, so... What about you, Ken? What have you been listening to? Pretty much everything that was really good on the Oricon last week. I finally picked up Suddenly, which was really good. Mm-hmm. And I've been listening to that all day. And besides that, a lot a lot of things from my, you know, my juicy playlist there. <laughs> and, of course, IU, mostly because of our, of our podcast. So, I mean, just a couple things here and there. Not too radical. However, I did buy the Bang Dream singles that all came out this past week. I'm pretty excited to see what the results of the Oricon is next week because three singles came out. One from Razor Sullen, which is Riot. One from Poppin' Party. And one from Rosalia. I'm pretty sure Rosalia and Poppin' Party are going to chart. But it looks like Riot is hanging on in there for now. They moved up from top nine to i think like seven. Oh wow within the last two days for the daily so i'm i'm hoping that they'll stay on and if they do then pretty much almost every single release besides glitter green which is understandable because that was the band's last single and pastel palettes single within the last three months has topped in in the Oricon because Poppin' Party, the the band from this week also charted. We'll get more on that later. Afterglow also charted. And Rosalia. And I'm hoping, wow. I'm really hoping that Rose Sullen charts because I really want to talk about Riot just a little bit more. But yeah. Besides that, let's move on to the news here. And we only have two articles, so it's going to be a very short news week, mostly because of our main topic. If you heard earlier, we did something a little special for the intro, and there's a reason why for that. So first, let's talk about Daichi Miura. He just released a new music video for his upcoming song, Blizzard, on his YouTube channel. And it's going to be released on December 19th, the single that is. And this is going to be the song used for the upcoming Dragon Ball Super Broly movie. And it's pretty interesting because it shows the music video of Daichimura being encapsulated in like an iceberg. And him trying to break out, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty cool. What did you think about it, Luna? I really liked it. I liked the video a lot. And I really, really liked the song. I feel... Like, he combined what he did with Qtai with his style everyone loves. So I feel like he kind of combined both and made it work really, really well. So, and it definitely, this song really has an impact on you. And it's very memorable, not just the video. The video, I love how he's in, you know, with the iceberg trying to break free. I think it's such a cool concept. The video looks amazing. His dancing looks great. His, his dancing is great as always. And the song, I, I just love the song Blizzard. It's really, really good. And I actually want to go on CD Japan and buy that single now. Yeah. You know, one of the comments that Mira wanted to convey in this song was the fact of always trying to go beyond yourself. And that's pretty interesting, considered that this song is going to be used for Dragon Ball, of all things. And they mm-hmm. always kind of do that. 
Oh, yeah, when they go into Super Saiyan mode, and I, I can't tell you some of the other ones, because, you know, because <laughs> I haven't it's, watched Dragon Ball in so long, but I, I will definitely, oh, yeah, they Dragon Ball always goes all out with that, and, you know, they always go beyond themselves, and I feel like they create new selves in their own way when they, after they transform <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how to say it. I Yes, I watched all nine seasons of DBZ and that was it. I sat there. And... I think more so just going beyond of what, what your limit is and just being a better person. That's true. That's also think another thing. That makes sense. And it can work for Dragon Ball because you do go beyond and you, you know, they're bettering themselves for the world too. So, and I'm looking at the single and I'm so disappointed because the first press edition is sold out. I want the poster. How is the I'm 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 trying to think. They instantly subbed this music video if I'm not mistaken. I think they did, and I've noticed a lot of companies are doing that more often, which I like for international audiences. I think it's a great way to get more more people into Japanese artists with a lot of the subs. And I know certain idol groups do it. Um, but I've noticed other labels doing this and this is, um, I think Daichi's under a sub-label of Avex, if I'm correct. He's under Sonic Groove. Yeah, he's under... If he, His main music video is technically under Avex. That's what, yeah, that's what I thought. So, I, I'm glad if they do start doing that, especially Avex. I can see pushing internationally very easily. They have the money and the means to do it. I also noticed Victor Entertainment sub Chanmina's video... Which I don't remember being subbed when I initially watched it when it came out. I could be wrong. But I like that some of these companies are starting to do that. I think it's great international-wise. Especially Daichi, this being used for DBZ. DBZ has a huge worldwide audience. And this will definitely get Daichi's name out over the world. Which I feel like a lot of people know who he is anyway. Worldwide in general, you see Daichi fans coming from all over, which is great. So, I'm very, very excited about this single, and I know this is going to chart. Oh yeah, definitely, it's going to chart. And with that, let's move on to our next piece of news. Lucky Tapes releases a new music video for Yamagichi's Santa-directed drama theme song. The R&B fusion band Lucky Tapes released a music video for their new song, Wonderland, on YouTube. Wonderland is a track included on Lucky Tapes' latest album, Dressing. Concurrent with the music video's release, it's also been chosen for Luminaze, which is a big department store in Japan, uh, Christmas drama's Match Girls, which is also available on YouTube. In the drama, vocalist Takashi Kai sings and plays an up antique upright piano with a retro style theme going out throughout the entire music video. This scene shows as Takahashi as the main focal point for the drama. Furthermore, the drama will have a free showing on December 23rd, Sina Libro in Ikebukuro in Tokyo. So if you guys are in Tokyo at the time, try and go and see it. Lucky Tapes is a really good band that I'm really hoping to get more exposure on later on. I am too. I, I listened to the the song for this and I actually liked it so much I listened to a couple other songs. One that Ken recommended called 22 which is really really good. But they're, the new song they're doing for this drama is amazing as well and it's perfect for the holiday season. 
yeah it, it's pretty good i i would highly recommend it if you guys go check them out this one is a little bit on the softer tone so 22 is a much more up there what their style is so if you guys want to go check that out go right ahead and i thought i liked 22 personally more than i liked the newest one but they're both really good songs and at least both songs will give you a variety of their music too i feel like you know it'll give you their two different styles yep but yeah, with that, let's move on to our main thing here. So if you guys checked from what we did in our music video, uh, not music video, the beginning song for this week's podcast, we are doing a holiday theme podcast, a winter song podcast. So we kind of just decided to do a couple songs, our top five Ex for the... Except Luna went all out and decided to do like 20 songs. So she's going to have a ton of honorable mentions. Be warned. Be warned. But yeah, I mean, this is, it is the season, so to speak. So we might as well talk about the, the winter songs here. So let's start with your honorable mentions, I guess. Okay. So, well, my top fifth song is to be determined because I still have four that I'm debating on. Which to be my fifth, because I love them all equally. So I'll start with <laughs> my other honorable mentions, which this was a really, really hard choice because there's so many good holiday songs. And I have a playlist of holiday songs or winter songs or Christmas songs. And it, it probably has 70 plus songs in there right now. I, luckily, I didn't go that far, but a lot of them include Korean and Japanese stuff as well. So, one of my first honorable mentions is Double and Nokoribi, Eternal Bed. So, this is a very wintry song, and it's kind of like a rehash of one of her, her first songs she ever did. I love this song. It is absolutely beautiful. The music video is beautiful. You can find it on YouTube. And I'm going to try to post a lot of these to our Facebook page. That way you guys can kind of get a glimpse of what some of these songs we're talking about are. And I did post two of them already, because I was super, super excited about this podcast. Um, but Double is a Japanese R&B singer, for those of you who don't know. So if you like an R&B style, and Nokoribi and, and is a very mellow style song. So it's really, really good. My next honorable mention is Dream, but I get snow. And I love this song. It's more of an upbeat, winter theme song. And it always puts me in a good mood. And I have that YouTube YouTube video posted on our Facebook page, so check it out. And this is when Dream was a four-member group. They've gone from three members to seven to four before they disbanded. I'm really sad about that because I love them. But this is a beautiful, beautiful song, so I highly recommend checking it out. My next honorable mention is kind of a twist because it's Kara with Winter Magic. And Kara is actually a Korean girl group. But they were really big in Japan as well. And they have also disbanded. All the members went solo. Um, their song is Winter Magic. And it's really, really good. It's an absolutely beautiful song. Their choreography is always good. And the girls are freaking adorable. Song is a very, very nice, fun, upbeat song. My next one, as you can see, I got a lot, is Bonnie Pink's Chain. And I actually took this from Bonnie Pink's uh, Christmas album. And she actually has some covers on there, too. So I highly recommend you picking up her Chain album. Chain is an amazing song. It's an original one. And she it's definitely Christmassy. You hear it. 
and the melody, the lyrics, everything is Christmassy, and I freaking love it with Bonnie Pink's vocals. It is amazing. Get this whole mini album. There's a remix of this song on there, too, along with Let It Snow, and I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. It is so freaking good. Uh, my next honorable mention is John Gree, Winter Love Story, which has like a very nice upbeat, and you can tell with her piano with it, a very upbeat song, and I love this song. Unfortunately, because this was under her Sony career, you can't find it on YouTube. You can only find covers of it. So it, I didn't want to mention it, but I love this song so much, and I listen to it every winter. And a cool thing about this song is half of it's in Japanese and the other half is in English. So one of the unique things about that one. The next one I have is Kokia, and it's Te To Toriate, Let Us Cling Together. This is a glorious, beautiful song. Kokia has a very opera-like voice, a very relaxing, peaceful voice, and this song is just beautiful. It's something to relax to. This is actually off her Christmas album, and it's called Christmas Gift. It is a really, really good album. It is very peaceful, very relaxing. A lot of Christmas songs you don't hear in the radio. They're more of like the church-type Christmas songs, like We Three Kings of Orientar. Um, but there's some other good ones on there with melodies, but Teto Toriate is amazing. I just love it so much, and it always puts me in a really, really good mood. My next one is Foxy Miss, which is last Christmas, but it is their version of it. It's, an all Jap it's mostly Japanese, and it's a mashup, so they pretty much did their own remix of it. I mean, think of everything that last Christmas is, and remix it up with... Foxy Miss, who is a Japanese trio, they were pegged as the Japanese Destiny's Child. They disbanded, unfortunately, after their first album, but this song is amazing and another great Christmas song. Their whole single for this is good, because their B-side, Winter Butterfly, is also really good. My next one is Kuraki Mai, Winter Bells, and this is a classic. I was watching this music video, and I love it. It's so... 90s. It's amazing. If you like 90s J-pop, check it out. Karaki Mai has been around since 95. I love her. She's a, This is a very smooth song, very Christmassy. It reminds me of Jingle Bells, and I love it. My next one is, I didn't want to do this one as an honorable mention, but it was such a tough choice because I wanted this in my top five too, but I couldn't. It was Amuro Namie's Christmas Wish. Like, to pick between this and White Light, because I love both of those songs. But Christmas Wish is so freaking Christmassy. And last year they had special Amado Namie Christmas cards, and they had the, they were playing the song nonstop at 7-Eleven. And like, I wish if I was there, because the song is so freaking good. And it's in all English. In her English sounds astounding. I highly, highly recommend this. This will put you in a great Christmas mood. And my last honorable mention, before I go into my four ties for number five, is he to... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, you know, I, I still can't pick what one's my number five. I guess, I, you know, I guess I'll lead up to my number five. <laughs> there we go. So it's Hidomi, our Christmas song, which is an original Christmas song, and it's from her digital mini album, Hot Chocolate. It is a really, really good original song. The music video is all animated, and it's really, really cute. I also love her rendition of Have a Merry 
uh, have a merry little Christmas. It's beautiful, but the song is so cute, and I love that it's an original song. So, now leading into <laughs> the four. I'm so sorry, Ken. Did we want to switch off before I do this? No, just just go. <laughs> we already have we already have you on, so don't worry about it. Just um, I would just be aware. I only was able to listen to two of your top fives. <laughs> okay, so I wonder. Okay, I wonder which top fives you listen to. Uh, I'll start with the one near the bottom. So it's Yoko Blackstone, Christmas Eve, No Machi Ni. This is a song that I don't know if anyone will be able to find. I hope they can. If you can find her on iTunes, check her out. She has a really deep, absolutely beautiful voice. It reminds me of Christina Aguilera. This is a very beautiful like ballad. It gets a little upbeat. Her powerful vocals in the song. It is really, really, really freaking good. And I I just love this song. It makes me a little sad, but it's also it's just really a beautiful, beautiful song. So, my next one is Cornhead. Merry Christmas featuring Jin. And Gray loved this song. I posted this on our Facebook, and he was amazed. He messaged me saying, oh my god, I absolutely love this song. <laughs> he, I was shocked because it's such a, it's a very unique song. It also has DJ, uh, DJ Kiri in it. I forgot to mention her, but... It, Cornhead's a rapper, and he's more, he's like reggae rap, and Jin has really good vocals, so it starts out with Jin's vocals, and you got DJ Kiri doing the beats to this, and it goes into Cornhead's rap, and then you got Jin again, and you get some DJ Kiri singing, who, she's actually a really good singer. This is a very unique, like, reggae R&B song. I highly recommend it. The video is pretty retro, too, which is another reason why I freaking love it. This is the only song I actually have by Cornhead, and every freaking year I have to listen to this song. It is amazing. Um, I cannot say enough how much I love this song, and this is always on my top list. I was jamming it in my car and repeat on the way to work the other day. Came on shuffle. I turned it up. I'm like, oh my god. Oh, I'm so glad this came on. So, if you like R&B reggae, I highly recommend checking it out. Even if you don't, still check it out because you might be pleasantly surprised. So I'll just, after this last one, I'll cut it off and we'll let Ken do his top five unless he wants me to put my last number five in. So I'll go with Nishino Kana, Christmas Love. This was used on her Kimite single. I love this mm -hmm. song. And I freaking love Nishino Kana. And this is a Christmas song I listen to every year as well. And it's an upbeat, really poppy, cute song. And I think that's why it always puts me in such a good mood, because it's so upbeat and poppy. I just, I love it. And Kanyan's vocals are so, so good in this. So good. Is this one of the ones you listen to, Ken? Yeah. <laughs> what, do, what do you think of Christmas Love? I I personally liked it because it was off of a song that during the era of Nishinokana that I actually liked. But it's it's not too bad. I really did like the song though. It's a very nice and sweet song. Mm -hmm. Puts you in a it puts you in a good mood. <laughs> At least that's what yeah. I think. Yes, it does. <laughs> so 
Should I do my official number five? Because I think this will just be my official number five. Yeah, so, just go right ahead. Um, it is Fukuhara Mio, and it is Love Winter Song. And I love this song. Her vocals are so powerful in the song. They're so amazing. And if I'm correct, this was the first song I ever heard by her that got me into her. I, I, was, get, I was trying to get some Japanese Christmas music, and I came across this song. I'm like, who is this singer? This is really good. And I listened to the song, and I loved it. Then I ended up picking up her album later on with it. It is really, 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 really good. Unfortunately, it's Sony. So it's really hard to find. You can't find the music video for it on YouTube, but you can find several live performances of her. Um, and you can hear her powerful vocals in that. But this is an upbeat song, and there's a lot There's a lot of Japanese and English, so it's a mix. It's so good. It. Oh, I just get chills every time I listen to this song. What did you think about that one, Ken? It was a really nice song, actually. <laughs> I was pretty surprised. This is the first time I've heard a song by her in a long time. So it's it's interesting to say none the least. But I absolutely love this song. <laughs> it's, it's a personal favorite of mine. And I haven't listened to much of her new stuff, but I always go back to like her old stuff. And this is the song. Every year, this whole single, if you guys can get the whole single, all three songs in the single are Christmas, and her, her B-side of this, I believe, is in all English. And I think All in Time might be as well. But highly recommend the whole single. <laughs> it's really, really good. It'll put you in a good Christmas cheer. Or holiday cheer. So, did you want to say what your number five is, and you want to go back and forth? <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's go back and forth with my number five. And it is AKB48, surprisingly, with Anata to Christmas Eve. I absolutely love this song. This is one of their first, like, couple album singles within AKB. It's a nice, slow ballad song. There's not much ballad songs that AKB does do, but this is one of the rarities, and that's why I absolutely love this song. Originally, when they played this live, they have... Originally, they had... Matsui uh, Sakiko, which is a major pianist in AKB, and she actually graduated not too far away after this song was released, but she does a lot of piano songs, and I really just love this song. It's a nice, slow ballad. And Were you able to listen? I, oh, I was, oh, actually. I really, really liked this as well, and I thought it was really good. It was a really sweet ballad. And it's one of the rarity songs that actually... It's it's from their old golden age, so to speak, so that's why I love it. And I, so. I want to say this is probably around a time I kind of got out of them, but this was very, very good, and I wouldn't mind getting this song, actually. Yeah. Let's move on to your number four, then. So my number four is Ayumi Hamasaki, No Way to Say. Ooh. And I adore this song. It It is an absolutely beautiful song. The video is a little weird. And it is available on YouTube. It's Yeah, just a little. <laughs> it's, very, it's a strange one, and you see a really creepy Santa Claus in it. But IU looks gorgeous as ever, and there's a lot of snow falling. 
This has always been a personal favorite of mine. I actually prefer the acoustic version a little bit more than the original version. But it it's a very mellow type song, and I always go back to this song every winter. It's not a, like, Christmas song, but it definitely is a winter song. And just whenever I watch that video, I see the snow falling, and I listen to the lyrics, and it's just, it's just a great song in general. I think it's one of IU's, you know, top songs, and it, it was in an era that I listened to her a lot as well. So... I, I can't say enough about how much I like this song, and I highly recommend checking it out. Um, Ken, did you get a chance to listen to this one? Yes, I did. It was it was very interesting because this is a song that took me off from what I really think of IU style, so to speak. It's it's still the very ballady style, but I really like it. And it's one of the songs that... Which one is this from, the album? If I think it was from Memorial Dress. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and that had and Angel's that song on it. It's either Memorial Dress or, yep, Memorial Dress. Mm. So yep, yeah, I mean it was. It's a little bit of a nicer song that I care to admit, and I love it. It's just it's it's a very interesting song, nonetheless. It'll probably be on my um, I guess my runner-up songs, because <laughs> that's how much I really like this song. I mean, when we get to the IU song. It's going to be a lot of her older stuff, so and this kind of harkens to that, so which is what I really liked. Mm-hmm. And this was from '03, so I feel like this was still at an age where there's I, I love her older stuff too, and this still co- constitutes to me as some of her a little bit older works, you know, within that certain time span. And I really feel like this mini album that it was on gets overlooked, so the song feels like it gets overlooked quite frequently, and even I. You know, I, I'll listen to this song, but I go back and pick it off the single, and I always forget which album it's on, because it's one of those ones that you realize it's really good, and you see the songs on it, you're like, oh my god, that's, you know, that song's on it along with these. So, but it's a very beautiful song, and it fits with the, you know, you don't, you know, from that style, like you said, it kind of divulged from her normal style at the time, which is, I think, one of the reasons why it really stood out. And uh, what is uh, your number four? My number four is Lay Arkansas, Hurry Up Xmas. And this song is just a fun song altogether because it does have like a jazz type of funk feel to it because it's it's not like their usual visual K style song. This is when they came a little bit more or mainstream. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit more of a poppy song, an uplifting song. Plus, in the music video, I do love all the dances, uh, the the Santa dancings, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. And it just shows Hyde's range of his style, which is really good. I've always loved Hyde singing. And I agree with you. It was really unique. I didn't expect that type of song from Larkin Seal. It kind of took me by surprise a little bit, and I love Hyde's vocals in it. And for, it's a very different type of Christmas song, I felt like, too. You know, you don't expect it. I think that's the other reason I enjoyed it so much. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. And they used it, like, a lot of Christmas campaigns. I believe they used it in Lumine's Christmas campaign also. And I accidentally set off Siri by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. But, you know, it's it's... A really good song. It's something that's 
different from their usual style, which I absolutely love. If we do get to a Lay Arc and Seal artist collab or artist spotlight, it'd be very interesting to see their shift in style from, you know, traditional, well, I guess what is traditional or considered traditional visual K to more pop punk mm-hmm. to more punk than more poppy than rock. Because it's a very interesting style change for them specifically, which I just love. Mm-hmm. It is, and, and I don't know, th- this was very... It, let's just say I've listened to some other stuff and I didn't expect that type of song, so it was a pleasant surprise. And with that, let's move on to your number three. Huh? So, my number three, this is a hard choice because... Uh, when I get to my top three, they can be switched around depending on my mood, so let's just put it that way. But <laughs> it, it, it's very, very true. So I'm actually going to go with number three as Kodakumi's You, which may come to as a shocker that she's number three on this list. Ooh. <laughs> uh, and as you know, you did make my top five on my Kodakumi list when I did it. She has so many beautiful winter songs, and it was between you yeah. and Stay With Me and mm. Yume no Uta. And Futari Day. <laughs> and Iwotomanai Day. <laughs> so you can tell she has a lot of very winter songs. She actually does have a whole winter album called Winter of Love, which I own two versions of it. Big surprise there. So you Ma'am. is a gorgeous ballad, and it is a full-out winter ballad. It is so, so, so freaking beautiful, though. And I know all the lyrics to this song. And whenever I, you know, I hear the opening to that song, and I'm just like, oh, got me in the mood already. So, I, I can't. You know what's, I, sorry to interject, but this is probably one of my favorite songs by her, too. And it was one of the first exposures from her to me was this song. Well, the entire album of Second Session, actually, but this song just stood out compared to the zaniest that was all the other songs. Because they also had, like, Birthday Eve and... And Shake It Up. And and Shake It Up and Triple X. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, Triple D, yeah, I Triple think D it was. Yeah, Triple D, and Triple X was used for Soulhead's version. Yeah, so Triple D was on that one. And, you know, this was a nice, fresh... Hint of fresh air, yes. so to speak, because of it's such a wonderful song, and I was like, "Hmm, you does sound familiar." And when when I saw the music video, I was like, "Oh my goodness, it's this song!" And this is the song that made me just realize that I really used to like Coda also back then too. Oh yeah, and this is one of the highlights of i can sing this whole song and belt out all the lyrics to it this is one of my karaoke songs my karaoke songs i have to sing this and i do this in the car too and like you said best second session had a lot of standout songs this was one of them because of how powerful this ballad is this is the perfect winter ballad and it's always included on my list along with a couple of her other ones I cannot say enough at how gorgeous this is, and when you see her and her little hat and the snowflakes falling, and <laughs> it's it's just so freaking adorable. And every live performance she does of this is breathtaking. I I highly recommend just putting in Kodokumi U on YouTube and not just watching the music video. Watch some of the live performances 
There is one where her dress goes, she's propped up on stage pretty high up, and she has this long dress that looks like it's probably five to ten feet. It is amazing performance, and I, I just, it never sees, she never ceases to amaze me when she does this song live. So, highly recommend that one. And uh, what is your number three, Ken? My number three is a, uh, it, it's kind of similar to what yours is, because I could switch number three and number two on a whim, but I'll, I'll keep it as it is on the list right here. And it is Exiles, Lovers Again. And this is the song that made me lo- get fall in love with Exile. Because, you know, like I said with suddenly with Asushi last week, I love Asushi's ballad style. Mm-hmm. It is so, so good. And it just made me fall in love with the group. And it made me want more of those ballad type of songs. It's just really amazing. And I'll say I listened to this one as well. You made me want to find some Exile Best albums after hearing this, because this was gorgeous. This was beautiful. They do have an Exile Christmas album. They have, if I were to recommend any albums specifically, just go after the Exile Love album, because that has... A majority of their ballads and kind of slower songs compared to the their other best album, which is more of their dancing songs. I mean, both albums are really good. I ended up really liking Exile's style after this, but this their ballads are top notch and it cannot be beat. And I, I will say this definitely showcased it. Oh my god, it it's so good. It is so freaking good. It is. More than just beautiful, it, it it's an amazing winter ballad, and I could just listen to this all day. I loved it. And I'm very happy that Rhythm Zone and Avex was able to put the full music video out, because originally they only had half the music video, or like a two-minute intersperge, which is pretty bad cop-out because the intro is almost a minute long. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah, because it it was it's how they do exile stuff is kind of similar how they use Coda stuff. They take like a couple minutes to set up the scene, so to speak. Occasionally, mm-hmm. it just depends on what what music video, but sometimes they do that. That makes sense. But you know this this song has been covered also a bunch of times because of how very successful it was. It was even covered by Benny for an English version. Oh, so, I might have to find the, her version because I, I have a soft spot for Benny. It's on covers, too. And that's one I don't have any of her covers album yet. That, that's on my list to get them. Covers 1 and cover 2 is amazing. Cover 3 was all right, but covers 2 is where it's at. That's probably my favorite if we're going to go by Benny stuff. That's good to know because that might give me a reason to uh, to finally splurge and get the, colors, the covers albums. I've been wanting the versions with the DVDs. I like Benny. Granted, it's not a one-to-one version, but it's pretty close to what the lyrics are. So. Good to know. I'll have to. That'll be on my list to check out now. And now let's move on to your number two, Luna. So my number two is da 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 da. It is Crystal K's "Happy 045 Xmas." I love this song so much. This has been played a lot this year and it was played a lot last year. I feel like every year I have to play this song on repeat 
it is such a fun, fun, fun song. And it is an upbeat, happy, go-lucky Christmas song. And it's definitely Crystal K style, which is why I love it. I mean, she put her own spin on this song, and it is amazing. You know, as soon as you hear the intro, we gonna bounce tonight, we gonna have a good time. My singing's horrible, sorry, but it is, <laughs> it, it's amazing. It is on her Shining mini album, which is her Christmas mini album, and the lead song to that is Shining, which is a beautiful winter song, but Happy 045 Xmas is where it's at. That's where the party's at. And I cannot say enough about how much I freaking love this song. When I first got that mini album, I played this song over and over and over, and I still do. It's probably one of the top played songs on my iPod. <laughs> it, it's, <laughs> and you, you know, just to interject here, sorry about that, but once again, you know, I don't listen to much Crystal K songs, but this song is amazing. I was so surprised because I, I know Crystal K's style or just her voice, her singing voice from listening to all the M-Flow collabs that she did. But just listening to this kind of kind of wintry song was amazing and I loved it. And it's going to make me want to go look out for more of her songs now. Oh yeah, it, it definitely does, and it gets you really into her. It's a great song to, to, if you've never listened to her, this is a song where it's good to start at, as it showcases kind of her old style mixed with her newer style, as she's over the years changed, like, you know, gone with, you know, changed, every artist changes over the years and evolves. And this is just such a great song, no matter how much she's evolved, I can listen to this all the time. It showcases her vocals. It's such a fun song. And even when it's not the holiday season, I still like to listen to the song because it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely one of my top songs of hers. And I I would, I recommend, recommend just picking up the whole mini album because she does have a cover of No More Blue Christmas, which is an Elvis Presley song. She does a really, really good job with that one, too. So I can't say enough about it. And if you want to see photos, what the single looks like, I did put a photo up on our Instagram page since there is no music video for the song, unfortunately. And I am pretty sure you can get this on iTunes. Don't quote me on that. I, I can't remember which record label she was under at the time, but if you can definitely try this one out. And uh, what, what was your number two, Ken? It is a little s artist called Boa and her song Winter Love. Ooh, yay. This song, but yeah, you know, I really do love Boa's ballads. It's one of the things that I just love, 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 specifically her, I guess her Japanese ballads, we have to preference that. Her Korean ballads are good too, but it just doesn't have that emotion, mm -hmm. I guess, compared to her Japanese ballads. And same for Mitt, Another song, Medikuri. This song, just you can tell her emotions in her, this song, mm -hmm. and that's why I love it. It's it's so good. I I can't, I cannot recommend. If I was to recommend a Boa song, it would be either this. It would be also Medikuri, mostly because also Weezer did a cover of it in Japanese. Really. 
Yeah, you should look it up. It, when they were in Japan, they made a they did a cover of Medikuri. That's interesting. They sung, they they performed it live in Japanese at, with um what's his name singing it and playing guitar. Wow, that's interesting. That's how wide range Boa had made the Japanese music industry to the point that one of the biggest bands in alternative rock history was covering one of her songs. That that shows something. And Winter Love is, like you said, the emotions in this song. I I love the song, and I agree with like Boa's ballads. Her Japanese ballads are phenomenal, and it was. I'm so glad you picked Winter Love because that's one of my favorite Boa songs in general. And it every year I have to listen to this one, and there's a couple other ones that I love of hers, but. It stands out, and the music video is really, really pretty. I, I I can't say enough about how much I love this song, and she's an artist that I feel like is known worldwide. I mean, her music, it, she's very, very talented. Her vocals, the emotion she has in all her songs, you really feel it with, with every note, you know, as you go through the song. So, definitely up there, and I will say this is probably one of my top five Boa songs. It's a hard choice, though. Because <laughs> she has so many good songs. But this is, uh, like, as ballad-wise, this is in my top five ballads. No doubt. Right. And that is a good bridge to your number one song, which is... My number one song is Boa, Medicudi. I freaking love this song and you know like we were saying before with her emotion and winter love Medi Kuti you can feel it like with every note you feel that in your bones and it really really gets you it, it's just it's still it gives me goosebumps thinking about this song and you know when she says near the end the white white snow's coming tonight make a wish upon your kiss like, whenever I, I hear that, I get, like, the, the vibes, because her vocals are so freaking good in the way she says it, she sings that. It is beautiful. I love the music video for the song, with her sitting there with all the snow coming down. And the funny thing is, is, so I have this on her Best of Soul album. I also own the Korean version of this, which is uh, Medi Cree, and I love Medi Kuri way better. I think it just resonates with me more. And in the car the other day, the Korean version came on. So I was singing to it in Japanese, but the Korean version was playing. <laughs> because I know the Japanese version so well that it just, you know, the melody and just the way she sings it, though. it, it I, I cannot say how much I love the song. And there's also a 10th anniversary edition of it on her Best in USA album, which is really, really good. But I love the original version of this. It never, ever gets old. It I have to listen to this every year multiple times. And every year I watch all of Boa's Christmas concerts because she does a lot of Boa Xmas concerts. And I have them all. And this song is always on there. And it makes me so happy when she sings this live. And she gets so full of emotion when she sings the song. There are a lot of videos of her crying when her fans start singing it with her. And I'm sitting there crying too when I hear this song because <laughs> this is a song just just really really it really tugs in your emotions no definitely just 
hearing the first two words, the futarire, just hearing that just brings just brings chills down my spine.、Mm-hmm. Because this song, you know, it's it's so good. It's it's one of my favorite songs from Boa overall, and it was. It was difficult because "Winter Love" is also such an amazing song, but "Merikuri" is also right up there in that caliber. If we were to do a artist spotlight, granted, it would probably be all of her ballads for me. <laughs> This "Everlasting" would also be on there.、Mm, that song makes me cry every single time because, in a way, the lyrics to that that I I have a story that goes with that. Song so well when I hear "Everlasting," I cry. Just the lyrics make me cry. <laughs> But it's such a beautiful song. That's "Medikuri" and "Everlasting" are my favorites as well. Sorry to interject. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's 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 so good. It's you know what Boa does with her ballads. It's just simply amazing. And I love her upbeat songs too. Her po- more poppy songs. And her experimental songs, because I remember she did the the rock song too a little while back in her Made in Twenty album. Mhm. Ooh. And that was also really good too, but it just I think it was called Lose Your Mind. There yep, we go. Lose Your <laughs> Mind. That was really good too. That's a real. At first I was thinking rock so, with, rock with you, and I'm like, wait, that was like love and honesty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now I'm thinking of love and honesty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lose your mind is really yeah, good.、Though. That's a rock song too. Yeah. So. It's, it's a compass of what, Boa has done for this industry for the Japanese side, and I'm, unfortunate because you know when, she, she did try to do her American expansion and that didn't really work out. She went back to Korea for a while and that just lost her steam in the Japanese market. It's unfortunate to say. It is, and and she doesn't have as much steam in the Korean market anymore. Like for example, her Korean album、um, "Woman" came out in October, and I didn't even realize it came out. I had no idea because I didn't see much promotion for it, so I was really disappointed. And I still have, I still need to pick it up. You know, uh, uh, it would be interesting to just see her take more of a producing role to kind of make what the next. Generation of Korean stars would be not so much the the dancing stuff, but more the singing from your emotions.、Mm-hmm. And you know that's another thing with the Korean market. It's 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 fairly manufactured, and to a certain extent, Japanese market is like that too. But it's very evident in Korean market about that. But yeah, we're we're getting into the weeds there with that. Let's move on to my number one, which is Nakashima Mika's Orion, or Orion, and this song. It's not only the number one winner song for me; it's probably my number one song overall. This song means so much to me, at a time of where I was in my life when I listened to this song, and when it came out, and what it meant to me. It meant so much, and the lyrics spoke to me so so much, to the point that this is my number one played song, 
on my iPod to close to 1,000 listens. And that's how much I really love this song. I could sing this song in karaoke and match her style of singing to a T. And it's so, so good. Just the emotions of what she did for this song. And, you know, everyone could say that Yuki no Hana is a much more attuned song. But this is the beginning step to that song. That raw emotion that she had for Yuki no Hana. I agree. Odeon is in a freaking amazing song. It is a, a song that pulls at your emotions and is absolutely beautiful. So I... And I kind of forget, I don't forget about this song, but like the album it's on, it fits in so well. But it, it's such a standout song, and it, it really does fit with the season. And I can see, you know, it's a good winter song, and I, it leads into Yuki no Hana. I can see that easily, so I can see, you know, where you're coming from on that. In, you know, she doesn't do much ballads, but when she does, and it's it's like a soft rock ballad, and that's why I also really like this song too. Because when one of my dreams was when I got a bass, I had to learn how to play this song, and I did. It's a very it's a fairly simple song, and once you kind of know the chords, and this song was just so amazing. If I were to ever see her live, I would want her to sing this song. Granted, she probably won't. She'll probably sing Yuki no Hana because that's a much more critically acclaimed song. But Orion has such a special place in my heart for this. And the music video is so good. It has my girl Tora Erika also in it. <laughs> Which is another reason why I love this song so very much. But yeah, with that, hopefully you loved our little segment of the winter season songs. It's something that we wanted to do for a while and we thought of doing when it came around to that season. And because, you know, we really wanted to have Gray on. But at the time when we first started doing this podcast, he didn't know much music. So it's kind of hard to do a, a winter song list, so to speak. I hope, hopefully next year, Gray will join us for the winter songs. I think it'll be a lot of fun to see which ones... Over, you know, this year and next year, he'll, he'll, he'll listen to and uh, really enjoy, so. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, let's move on to the Orcon. It is a interesting week once again. It is. It's very interesting. <laughs> you know, this time, you know, last week we had a lot of the, the female idol stuff. This time it's more of the male idol stuff, which isn't saying much because it's kind of just all the same mm-hmm. at this point. But yeah, let's move on to number 10, which is... Jewel Seal. Yeah, Jewel Seal with their song, Aonomuko. And this is their first debut major single. And I can't harp on them for that. I just wish that they did something a little bit more. I'll keep my eye out on them. They're one good song away from blowing up. And I kind of can see that in them. Yeah, and it it was a, you know, it was a good song, but I felt like this one was a little forgettable. So I think, you know, a little something more unique would have made it stand out. It was cute. Yeah, and the, yeah, it was really cute. And one of the lead vocal, I guess the very tall girl in the music video, 
has an amazing vocal so there's also that so like i said i'm not gonna harp on them for being a an, a generic idol song for this mm-hmm. nothing really standing out but i think they have something and they're just one good one really good song away from blowing up but if they keep continuing down the you know the usual idol path then i don't think nothing's gonna happen but they're one good song away i can kind of see that but yeah with with that Jusio sold a lovely 8480 copies going on up is no way man by akb48 oh god you, you know how i feel about this song you know how we both yep. feel about this song still hasn't grown on me so that's all i'm gonna say it still hasn't grown no 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 and you know i listened to the ske song and it's just as bad oh. <laughs> We'll we'll get more on that next week, but it's just as it's it's not all over the place, but it's just as it's just generic. I I don't know what to say more about that. Spoilers for next week, because I know that's gonna reach number one. Oh yeah, no doubt. We don't even have to yeah. guess. You know, we know what's gonna be number one. Yeah, no way, man. So this week, eight thousand four hundred and ninety-two copies. Going on up. It's number eight. It's Kimigai Nakchao by Hello Happy World from. Bang Dream. This is one of the other bands that they do. This is a more interesting band because they have like a DJ and a mascot that's a bear in this band. The cover looks interesting. Unfortunately, I tried to watch this on YouTube and I kept getting an error that I'm not allowed to watch it. So I didn't get to watch it. I was very disappointed. They they do have it on Spotify and Apple Music. They have like, they've been kind of good on that now. Bushiroad has been. So... If you guys do have Apple Music or Spotify, go check it out. It's all right. I mean, there are two singers in that song that are just like stereotypical high-pitched anime girl. And I can't handle that at all. But it's the other three seiyus that are in this song. They're fine. One of them is like has a really good voice and I really like her range as a seiyu. So I'm... I can't fault this song. It's not one of their best songs. I really I prefer their second single over this song, but their second single is amazing. It's called Gokai Gokai and it's so like so good. But <laughs> Kimigai Nakchao is it's a pretty decent song and it's it fits with Hello Happy World of Being Always Happy. It's like they're fairly similar to Greater Parmesan Cheese, but instead of having a keyboardist they have a, a DJ person instead. Where it's kinda the upbeat typical anime song to kind of paint that picture in your mind there luna i i yeah yeah i can see it and judging by the cover i got my own picture in my mind <laughs> just explosion of color there yep, a lot of explosions of color and happy-go-lucky singing <laughs> but yeah it's sold a lovely 8787 copies you know this is a side note i have to kind of say this i feel so bad for one of the bands for bang dream so with the release of this single and possibly the other single <laughs> pastel palettes which is the idol kind of band that they have in hello happy world they're or not hello happy world in bang dream they're the only band out of bang dream that didn't rank the oricon <laughs> everyone else did except them <laughs> And I feel so bad because the main Seiyu is a really good singer. And she used to be in an idol, idol group herself. And then when she left, she pursued Seiyu work. And it's just, I, I feel bad for her. <laughs> I really do. But yeah, let's let's move on to number seven. It is Reimei by Sayuri 
X first story. This song is really enjoyable for me and makes me want to look out look for my first story a little bit more because that band is really good. I really really enjoyed it as well. I've never heard of them before, but this song was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it till about halfway when Sayuri kind of went on her own like vocal dialogue track where yeah. she kind of rants and it kind of threw the song off but mm-hmm. besides that it's an amazing song I would mm-hmm. I would love to listen to this again and it's for the opening theme for I guess this anime called Golden Golden Gaim I don't, I don't know what that that is about <laughs> I don't either but can't help you there can't help you there <laughs> But yeah, it's it's a really good song, and it makes me want to look up my first story just a little bit more. And it sold a lovely 12,261 copies. And once again, going on up to number six, and they're kind of sticking on for three weeks straight now. It is Nogizaka46 with their song, Kaeri Michi wa Suwari Shitakunaru. Not much what we can say here. It is so good, and it, I I love this song. It's really good. <laughs> Nothing more I can say. Mm-hmm. Same. It sold a lovely fourteen thousand and fifty-two copies, and going on up to number five, it is Last Idol with their song "I Got Shikabuki Ga Nai," which is really weird because I it makes a whole lot of sense because it looks like they're on a stage play with a bunch of weapons. <laughs> Yep, I so I didn't like this song. I'm just gonna say it right now. I didn't yeah. care for it. Yeah, you know, I understand where they're going with this song. However, the members that they chose for this song does not match this song. I rather have the the girls that were in "Everything Was Alright," the former single, mm-hmm. in this song, and just take out all the speed singing throughout mm-hmm. the song, and then it'd be great. It would be actually really good. Yeah, and I agree, because that was my problem with the song, is their vocals, their their singing style did not match the music. It didn't fit for me. I didn't care for the girls' vocals in this song. It, yeah. I I didn't like it for that reason. Yeah, it, I, it's, it's so strange. I mean, I understand what they're doing, because this is, Less Idol is more of a popularity vote more than anything, because it's a Simbatsu every single time, and they're doing auditions every single single, but... I really wanted the girls from from Everything Will Be Alright to be in this song. Because that was an amazing song. And it, it was a song that made me want to learn more about Last Idol. While this song just kind of fell into place of what typical Aokimoto Idol songs are. Like, if you took out the fast singing, it would have been okay just by itself. But the theme of the girls not being able to sing this type of song... Just didn't match. But, you know. I got Shikabuki ga Inai sold a wonderful 23,889 copies. And going on up to number four, it is Stereo Future by Bish. And you talk about songs that were tailored around the artists from the previous Last Idol song. This song matches Bish's style. And it's, it's really, really interesting because it does have the edgy feel like it does for... 
for Aiga Shika Bukigainai. However, the vocals do match this time. And I really do love Bish for that. I, so, I might disagree with you. I didn't care for the song. I do see where the vocals do match the, you know, the song. They do match it really well. I just didn't care for the vocalist in the song for some reason. I don't know what it was for me. Mm, I, I guess Bish's singing style is a little hit or miss for some people. And I completely understand that. When Greg told me about this song, because Greg really liked Bish at one point in time. He still does, but he doesn't keep up with news with them like he does with LOL. He was going on and on about that the other day. But besides the point, he was telling me about the song, and it was really good. I I really liked it. The other song, the B-side song, if, if you saw what the B-side song was, I was laughing pretty hard. <laughs> if you I actually... T- didn't look go go take a look and don't say it because it's it's pretty funny but just just go take a look at it <laughs> oh that's funny i do like the fact that the i is lowercase like how bish's name is and that's all we'll say about that. If you guys want to go check it out, it is available on Spotify and Apple Music. So go right ahead and check that out. It made me laugh and snort. So, you know, it's something worth checking out. <laughs> it sold a wonderful 57,846 copies. And going on up to the number three, it is Overdrive from the Fantastics from Exile Tribe. And by goodness... Be careful watching this song. Watch the song in a very bright room. I'm just going to tell you that much. They even put a label on that for the music video. Because the chorus is by God blinding. <laughs> yes. And it's, oh my god. This, holy crap, this song. Ugh. Now I know what Gray meant by he said this was one of his favorite songs. Oh my god. By golly, it is good. And that video... Luckily, the room I was in was brightly lit. Yeah, I had to turn away because of <laughs> how what they were doing. I understand where they're coming from, but I just was like, I was wondering, why why do they have a warning there? I'm looking down, and I, I was like not really paying attention to the music video, and then I finally was translating in my head. I was like, why, why are they warning me about what's going to happen in one of the scenes? And I looked up, and it so happened to be the chorus, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> It is an amazing song, nonetheless, though. This is their debut single, and what a debut to come out on. And I agree. It is freaking amazing. I cannot wait to hear more from them. By golly, that was really, really good. It was so good. There are reaction videos to this on YouTube. Just saying. I didn't watch the reaction videos yet. But it's freaking amazing i cannot say enough about how much i love the song as well do you think that this had a little hint of a western vibe to their style because this was a very very dance energetic song oh yeah it was dance centric for sure and i feel like yes it definitely did have a western vibe to it i can see this song and this group picking up a lot more western audiences as well like k-pop does that's this one was a ho- very Western vibe and feel, and I loved it. I thought it was fantastic, just like their name. Yeah, it sold a wonderful 93,091 copies. Just typically amazing. 
And going on up, it's Gate Shake by Matsuri9. And by God, I thought I was watching a Dance Dance Revolution music video. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... Th- this... I, I don't know what I watched when I was watching it, and I my my head hurt after I watched it. I the song is so high energy, you know. I don't like these types of songs, but it got me moving, got me holding on to the the side the the, the side railing of my wall and doing the dense dense revolution steps. <laughs> so I can tell you, it got me moving, but I still didn't care for it very much it's it's high energy boy idol music and that's where it kind of comes down to it's fairly similar to listening to a high energy typical girl idol song but this is just on the reverse with males yep and if you have kind of a problem with that then you know you might not enjoy this song yeah, and it just, I don't know, it just didn't resonate for me, but some people might have a different reaction to it. I just, so, I don't know what I was had, getting into when I watched that. A lot of people had reactions to this. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they did. <laughs> but yeah. I, that was something. I, it was, it, I, when I watched it, I was like, what in the world am I watching? It did, I, I was watching Dan Sands Revolution videos earlier throughout the day last night and i was just like did did what i watched carried over and i wasn't paying attention to what i was watching this can't be matsuri 9 because they're not this energetic <laughs> yeah it was i my mind was blown by that because oh my god wow that was a little i was not prepared for that energy yeah i i was not either <laughs> but yeah it sold a wonderful 126,911 copies. It blew the charts. That shows you how famous and how loved they are. They can just put out songs like this and it just sounds like gangbusters. I'm, yep. I'm still like, like man, I, I feel like I need to do something. I'm like raring. <laughs> raring to go do something now. But yeah, going on up, it is Kari Tari Tara Dake no Tendaisu. And Zuken Kiss by Sexy Zone. I'm probably sure I butchered all that because Katakana can give suck it. Um, so I liked it. I actually, I, I like, I'm starting to really like Sexy Zone, and they're a group I haven't delved in too much besides the Kohaku last year. But I thought it was a pretty good song. I couldn't find the music video, so I just watched like performances. This song was so damn smooth. Mm hmm. It made me want to drop my pants. <laughs> <laughs> by god this song was so good <laughs> and like you luna i don't really listen to sexy zone all too much i i really enjoyed innocent days which was their former single which was a really good ballad song but this song just just oozes with like charm and sexiness and i, I feel very insecure about what i need to do next <laughs> think it does that to all of us but it was (laughs) really really good and it was both i thought both the a and the b sides were really good 
the Zupin Kiss was also really good. However, yeah, that's what I meant. I meant I meant double A side. Oh my god, sorry, my head's not there now. I thought they were both really good, and there's live performances of both songs, and I watched several different lives. It was that good to watch those guys and their smooth dance moves and that smooth song. I'm like, hello. Oh man, when they did the gun motion, oh my, I was like, man, okay, you shot me in my heart. Just take it. God damn it. <laughs> I'm like, hot diggity dog. I don't know what to do. I feel very insecure about what I need to do next. Yep. But yeah. I think we all felt like that a little. <laughs> I think I need to watch like very. I I I need to watch a good of the idols. <laughs> I need to game back my masculinity for a bit. <laughs> but you know, Sexy Zone. They have, they've been, putting out hits like this for the past year. Well, they only released three songs I think this past year, but for the longest time now. And you know they're in their own groove, so to speak. So I'm quite happy of their success, and I can't wait for more. But it sold a wonderful 165,444 copies. Let's just peer over to the albums real fast. It's kind of something we've been doing now for the last couple of weeks. I kind of took a little sneak peek at the albums earlier, just a Mm. curiosity to see what all kind of... Oh my goodness, I want to get number three. (laughs) And number seven. Oh, number seven is on its way. Let's see. So you did order number seven. You'll have to. I haven't had a chance to check that out yet. You'll have to let me know. Yeah. If anything, I'll I, I'll give you the rip. So. Ooh, number three. Ooh. Number ten. Cheers. FT Island. Ooh, baby. I do like FT Island a lot. Uh, I'm not surprised about Blackpink for number nine, especially with that. You got that do 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 do. You know the do 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 song, which I really like that song. But uh, they released twelve different versions of that album. Yeah. And there was someone I follow on Instagram who bought all 12. Because they that's how they get you if you're a fan of it. And the thing that they screw people over on is each girl had their own version. And then I think they had other versions of it, like A and B types of them. So they all came with different photo cards, I well. think. and <laughs> But they all have the same track listings. So it's like, they trick you. This is why when Korean, Korean singers release stuff, they get you like this. SNSD has done that to me before. Yep. I still want all. T- I still want all the versions of "I Got a Boy," but all the like artist versions of like Sohyun and Taeyeon and you know Jessica and Tiffany. They're so expensive. I can't afford to buy them all. <laughs> so, um, and it looks like if you go to you know that's just the top ten we were looking at, like eleven through twenty. Nishino kind of still on there. Yeah. And oh, one of your favorites is on there is number eleven. Ooh, let me go check here, number eleven. Oh, baby. <laughs> Gotta go to New York. Let's go celebrate Christmas in New York. Let's go. Oh, I want to. I want to, and I love the cover. So number 11 is Juju's Delicious, Juju's da- Jazz Third Dish. And she has peanuts on the cover with her. It's so cute. Yeah, this is a continuation from the second dish that she also had peanuts on the cover. I don't know why peanuts and Juju has that collaboration, but specifically for this album. By God, I love it. <laughs> I need to go get. <laughs> I know I've been wanting to get a lot of her stuff because I I've been really into jazz lately and Juju delivers. You her know vocals with that music. This this amazing. her 
her delicious their dish or the dishes album because they're they're jazz covered versions of other songs Mm -hmm. that's what i really like i love hearing that you know you know because of this podcast is another thing i forgot to mention on our one year i've been so in tune to like a lot of funk and pop style music now and jazz style music you could see that very evident in our indie corner stuff because a lot of the indie corner stuff has at least one influence from funk or jazz like look at penguin rush that's a more Mm -hmm. jazzy style and um at the time emerald was also a very jazzy style band but you know i it's it's good i could i I need to get this (laughs) i'm like stumbling over words now because i just need to get this but yeah number seven is hometown by asian kung fu generation uh we covered this last week about the 48 hour cover if you guys were able to get the first press it came with a, a an ep that was unreleased songs beforehand throughout the last couple of years so go go ahead and try and get that if you're able to get the the limited edition oh for juju no for um for asian kung fu oh mm, you might make me add things to my card again queen is still on there with bohemian rhapsody so it's pretty funny but <laughs> Magic Prince, Believer, oh good, 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 good boy. I want, I kind of want this because <laughs> I really did like their song "Soccer of My Friend" and Believer. I really want this. And Johnny West Five. Johnny West is really good. I really liked one of their songs on this album. I believe it was um, the, the the Drift. Drift was a really good song. So. But number one was all time best of Cope. Kobuku. Is it Kobukuro? Yeah, Kobukuro. Yeah. I'm like, God darn it. Kitakana, get in my way. Yeah, it's Kokobukuro. I'm not surprised because they have a huge following and have been around for, I feel like, forever and a day. Yeah, so it's it's interesting to see that way. You know, with that, please, hopefully you guys enjoyed our little holiday-themed winter song part. It's something that we wanted to do for a while, and hopefully we can have Grayon next year to festive the seasons. I agree, and I would love to do this again, although I can tell you my number one's probably going to remain the same, or at least my top couple, but I would love to see Grace picks, and you know, and maybe we'll do a top ten, just because I feel like there's a lot, there's so many good winter songs out there, and we don't, you know, you don't realize all the good holiday songs they have. Oh yeah, you don't. Look forward to the next couple of weeks. We're going to be doing a lot of things. Next week is going to be our Ayumi Hanazaki Artist Spotlight. You kind of got a little taste of it today with the winter songs. <laughs> yes. So look forward to that. That's going to be fun. It's going to have all three of us. Gray is going to come back specifically for that episode, which is always good. We're always happy to have him on. Mm-hmm. And... I'm not too sure what's going to happen next week because it could be a regular news week. Or if Oricon decides to take a week off, we won't have anything <laughs> to to sprinkle and we'll come up with something. So Next week's the 21st. 20- Hold on. Yes. The Sorry, 20- I have to think about that sometimes because I'm trying <laughs> to think. I got vacation coming up. Yeah, so the 21st is going to be our Yumi Hanasaki podcast. It probably won't go up to like the 23rd or the 24th, so just kind of bear with me. Because of how um, my days changed, I have to edit the podcast a little bit more differently on different days. So 
compared to just having all day Saturday to have the episode out. It'll take me a couple more days, so just bear with me. But yeah, the 28th is going to be either a normal episode, just give or take. And the 29th is going to be a very special episode. We'll announce that either on the 21st or the 28th. So please look out forward to that. Tanoshimi ni. Tanoshimi ni. And also give a good portion back because we're going to talk. Well, this is more so the site talk for me. I'm going to talk more about the our top articles for the past year. Because we've been doing the site for close to 10 months now. And I just wanted to divulge a little bit of information. And talk more about the artist that was part of that little boom of our success in our site. So, it hint, it's Indie Corner. So, kind of just be aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. So, like, this is to kind of peel behind w- what our site numbers are. Narcaritaki, I don't... We don't even talk about them all too much, and yet they still get massive coverage weekly on our site. I mean, hey, if we're going to be the English ambassadors for what they want, that's fine by me. But <laughs> Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that either. But it's like so interesting because we're getting a bunch of clicks from that from all over the world, which I just love. But yeah, well, I'll prepare some maybe we could talk more about that on the 28th if the oricon's not working <laughs> yeah <laughs> that that'll actually be a very very good thing to talk about so yeah look look forward to that but yeah i want to thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of ongakuryu you know we really love our fans and we appreciate all of you guys go check us out on our website ongakuryu.com go check us out on our instagram at ongakuryu and twitter ongakuryu go check out our dead twitch stream channel at ongakuryu at twitch.tv i'm gonna start streaming i promise i haven't gotten around to it i've been just so lazy (laughs) but (laughs) i've been so lazy to play games (laughs) which isn't gonna help us out (laughs) go check out our affiliates koryu hunter he is our japanese friend well our friend who lives in Japan, and our living mailbox. He also Twitch, uh, streams a lot of horror games. He just went through, I believe... Parasite Eve. Yeah, he went through Parasite Eve. That was really awesome. Yeah, he was uh, shooting down some dinos. I bet you you felt pretty bad about that. But yeah, you can yeah. check his stream out at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can check out our other affiliate, TimberTaff. He's also a Twitch streamer in his own right, and a good singer at that with doing his cover of Devil Man Cry Baby. He did an English cover of that with all the lovely antics. You can check his stream out at twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can also check out the podcast that I do with them called Podosaurus. It is a gaming-related podcast. So if you want me to hear hear me rant about video games for a good hour or so, listen to me on that. And if Timber's on, usually I don't talk at all, so have fun with that. And you can check my personal site out at otyken1 for twitter and i also just started an instagram for some strange reason i felt on a whim because i don't use instagram all too much (laughs) but you can follow me at otyken1 on that too if you so happily want to follow me for whatever reason i was super excited to see that you joined instagram i was very very ecstatic so and i i'm always on my i I love my personal page, so if you follow me on my personal page, I post a lot of media stuff 
if you like that kind of thing. And then you can always check out our Instagram page, too, and now we get to collaborate. We got OTY Ken, so I'm not going to start mine. And I already got one, so you guys can just follow my nerdy collector Luna if you want to see other crap. That's not <laughs> Japanese CDs. <laughs> <laughs> just because I, I uh, let's just say I collect a lot of things, and you'll see a lot of Blu-rays and, and movies and anime and CDs and maybe Japanese merch. But I'm excited about what you'll, uh, you know, when you post uh, Ken. It'll be, it'll be fun. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, and I want to thank you guys very much for listening to this week's episode of Angakadiu. You guys have a wonderful day. Thank you very much, and take care. Mahalos. I hope everyone has a great rest of your week. I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. It was a lot of fun. Eh? I will see you all next week. This is Luna signing off.